Hi, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. John Cook. I'm so glad you joined us today as we continue our series on Systematic Theology 2. We will get into our lesson right after this. I want to say right from the start that nothing that I say is original with me. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. My daddy used to tell me that if it's new, it isn't true, and if it's true, it isn't new. So I just accept the fact that I'm simply going to be repeating what somebody else has found already. We now join in progress part two of our study on systematic theology two, lesson number 28. Well, some complain that separation amounts to a chain that locks one away, a prison. But the truth is that separation gives liberty. It doesn't enslave us, it gives us liberty. Open your Bible and look at Psalm chapter 119 and verse 45. That scripture says, I will walk at liberty, for I seek thy precepts. Seeking what God wants causes us to walk at liberty. This world seeks to enslave us. The Savior seeks to set us free from the slavery of this world and its sin. John chapter 8 and verse 36 says, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Real freedom is found in the liberty that is ours in Christ Jesus. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 17. The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now, this liberty, our liberty, is not a license to sin, but to live free from sin. Our freedom must not be used to harm weaker brethren. Look at what 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9 says. But take heed lest by any means this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to them which are weak. So the Bible tells me that the stronger is to look out for the weaker brother. The stronger brother is to look out for the weaker brother. So I'm supposed to act in love. We're supposed to act in love one toward another. So we see then that liberty comes through separation. Still others say that separation is nothing but legalism. Well, legalism in itself is the replacing of faith with the works of the flesh in the matter of our salvation. This flesh cannot save me, and it cannot keep me saved. That's what the Apostle Paul tells the Galatian believers in his epistle to the Galatian. Still, though I am free from the law and its condemnation, there are certain things that God requires of me as a Christian. Not to save me, but to be a testimony to this world. Jesus said, ye are the light of the world in Matthew 5 and verse 14. So we are to live as unto the Lord that others may see Christ in you, the hope of glory, Colossians 1 and verse 27 tells us. This is not legalism. This is simply the Christian walking worthy of the vocation wherewith 
you're called. Ephesians 4 verse 1 tells us, this is the Christian walking worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God in, in accordance with Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. As a child of God, according to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, I am to present my body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. I am told that I am not to be conformed to this world, but I am to be transformed by the renewing of my mind that I might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I cannot possibly obey that scripture unless I live a life that is separate from the world and separate unto God. According to what this scripture says, only by living unto the Savior can I find the will of God in its perfection. Because only then can I prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hey, this is John Cook again. I want to thank you for joining us in this video. And don't miss the next video in our continuing study on Systematic Theology 2. Hey, by the way, while you're here, why don't you click on that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up. You'll be notified immediately when the next one comes out. Appreciate it, and God bless.